With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, lads, Alon here. Just wanted to remind you to check out fmlpl.com slash store, buy some stickers, get some ringtones, donate some shit, keep us alive. Cheers. Welcome to FMLPL. I'm Alon. This is Walsh. In this week's episode, we'll cover an insane roller coaster of Game Week 4, going to some wild card talk, some transfer talk, and address our teams. What's up? Yep. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Opening questions from Dan Hatcher. You're a Chinese billionaire looking to invest in an English club. Which one do you choose and why? And you can't pick the clubs that you support, so. Uh, probably Fulham. Interesting. Feel like it would be fun to have like a championship team in London. I don't know. I just came to my mind initially. I feel like they're. I like their white and black situation. I like. I don't know. I kind of like like Fulham. I do like. I don't that. know. Yeah, I was. I feel, I, yeah, I, I feel was, like it would just be fun. I was also thinking about London clubs. Like I was actually thinking about Palace since since you support them. They're kind of like my second favorite. It's a great crowd. It's London. They're small. But I was also thinking maybe Newcastle. I've never been there, but it's supposedly awesome, and I love Rafa. And maybe I can like, I don't know, spend a billion dollars and get him back to the Champions League or something. Yeah, I mean they have fifty thousand whatever to the ground every day, and that's all they have there, so that would be cool. Yeah. So. There's something about getting a championship team though, and just trying to figure it out there before coming to the Premier oh, League, yeah. rather than having one of the like established sides. Oh, whenever kind of I play. Like FIFA careers, I'm always going with like the small underdog team and buying like little gems and shit. I'm not like there's no fun in just being fucking Chelsea and buying every superstar. Yeah, you need to you need to get in there. Get in there. Um, shout out to top the FMLPL table, Franco C. Huge wildcard success of 81 points. Um, <sighs> yeah, just a flyer, but. I just don't know about 81. this guy. Though. I was looking at him. He's Croatian, and his team name is Natural Selection. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just thinking. <laughs> There's a is it skirt? It way is higher percent chance that he's an insane racist than a like fucking Darwinist or something. So. Well, he does have like black players on his team and minorities, so that's surprising. He doesn't actually. practice what he preaches. Yeah, but he, he doesn't just have like Lovren and a bunch of yeah. Lovren. It's not. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> It's Arnautovic and 11 Arnautoviches. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't trust him. He's thirty second though. Fuck, that's genius. That's so good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, okay, let's get into that aforementioned roller coaster. How'd you do? Um, I finished today with forty one points, below average. I dropped like a lot. But I had Lukaku today, which saved me from before the game today. It was almost at five hundred thousand, or I was five hundred thousand place, and I was—I mean, I was just in a proper state after the one-point Hazard captaincy. After all of the shit on Saturday, I was just—I mean, I got ones. I had no cleans, um, like no goals in midfield, and then I had Zlatan and Giroud got that assist, like bullshit and. Kapu on the bench. I got Gaston zero instead was good. And yeah, Lukaku really just saved me, but overall it just fucking looks like shit. There are so many double digit midfield scores and I just got absolutely none of them and my team seems like a fucking train wreck right now. And I'm right now two forty K and I feel like I wanna kill myself. <laughs> yeah, someone asked me after the game today, like, so like Walsh isn't going to jump off the roof in, in the end. And I was no, like, no, there's 100% no. chance he's still jumping. But I mean, he, Lukaku could have had nine goals. I'd still want to fucking <laughs> die today. It doesn't matter. I mean, producer I mean, and guest Jason just captain Lukaku for fun. Yeah, captained, and they're like in easily 50K region or something great. Yeah. But I mean, it's just been frustrating. I mean, first game week was 30 some K, and then I've just been steadily plummeting. and it's really been my midfield, honestly. It's like the midfield's I been an absolute minefield. Yeah, and I, I haven't just gotten any good points out of midfield since game week one. And we'll get. I feel like we need to just talk a ton about wild card situations today. That'll but, be a big talk um, because so many people use theirs already, <laughs> and everyone else seemingly wants to use theirs this week or next yeah, week. So yeah, but so yeah, I had the I got Lukaku in though instead of Costa, which ended up being the correct decision. Yep. But captaining Hazard was is just fucking hard. Emphatically, the wrong game. decision. Yeah, I mean, how many? Chances he had to score points and didn't do is just so infuriating. Yeah. I real honestly didn't even remotely consider captaining Lukaku. It didn't even cross my mind, but so it is. How'd you do? Um, roughly the same. I mean, I finished with forty four, but I had the like just the classic insane roller coaster of a week. Like I said in the intro, because I yeah I had the same nightmare as you day one. I dropped like a uh, hundred thousand places or something, and then Liverpool did Leicester, and so I was still happy. It managed to like balance each other out, and then day two, I captain fucking Elephant Man, aka Dog Faced Goblin, which is a friend on Twitter, Razzy, shouted him out. He came Diego Costa, yeah, Diego. He came through. I was flying. I jumped up a ton of places. First day of the NFL season. Incredible Sunday. Just like I mean, dude, beautiful. I didn't even look at your full team. You had four zero points. One, you had four one pointers, two zeros, and two twos. That's insane. <laughs> it's hard to pick starters and get that like at all. That's hard to do. To get two zeros out of two playing players. Yeah, that's that's class. That's that's <laughs> class good. is permanent. Um, so yeah, yeah you got and then I have Captain Costa, I Captain Costa, Benteke. and then yeah, I got a Benteke ding, which is nice. I brought in Benteke and Alexis, which is 
you know, overall mm-hmm. not nice. And then my fucking roller, co- roller coaster cart flew off the tracks today with the absolute worst case scenario ever. Lukaku, Hattie, Everton clean, Morales return, Balassi return, just a nightmare. So I dropped 70K, 75K places today. Overall, not that bad a week, but it felt really fucking bad. Um, I mean, it's still so early that the overall rank is so volatile because, like, it's about nine places for a hundred thousand rank, nine points or so. Yeah, for I mean, rank. we shouldn't be that worried, There's but it just points. feels bad. Yeah, I mean, we have not had any type of consistency whatsoever. Like, we haven't strung together a few nice greens. Granted, it's only been four weeks, but um, again, for me this week, the thing that was most frustrating was just how many midfield halls there were and just not getting one. And then cleans were tough because it was really just like spurs. Cleans are just brutal all year, man. I mean, like that's one of the things that I've been most frustrated with. I mean, I have, I have roughly the same midfield as you. So obviously I echo that, but every, I feel like every week I go into it feeling like I have like one or two really, really good shouts at a clean and in a lot of cases, it'll last till like the 75th or 80th minute. I'm looking at you, Ben Me. And then I just fucking lose it. And it's just, I've won one and zero this week. And now Terry's dead. And it's just like, Jesus, what is happening? Yeah, I mean, me, me, that was like the 95th minute. That's snotty, snotty rocket. Literal last kick of the game. Like, but there were three cleans today, so I have this week. So, I mean, yeah. that says it all. But those are the kind of margins where. If you get one, that's huge. Yeah, there's so, only four teams with two cleans. Everton, yeah. United, Toddy, and West Brom. And we both West have Brown. Valencia, and we both have Foster, so we've gotten that. And then just no Toddy, no Everton. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Defense has just been such a nightmare. I don't really know how to proceed with defense, kind of. That's why but, that's, that in the midfield just feels like... I know, I know you probably feel similarly. Like, I would change like 90% of it if I wildcarded, which we'll yeah, get I mean, to. I mean, yeah. Having double United defense, I, I don't know. It still feels pretty good, but if I wildcarded, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not sure. Yeah. It seems, everything it, seems so fucked this year, especially with all the penalties that are being called. A million penalties, like twice as many as a normal yeah. season, I think. Like I don't know if it just is better to diversify and have you know four or even five solid rotating players at defense versus normally I don't like to do that because I just pick the wrong players usually because I'm a fucking moron. But <laughs> I like having the heavy hitters at defense. But yeah. I mean John Stones, he's it's been insane. Like he's just gotten one. He's gotten I think four points for me in three weeks of starts. It's yeah, like, what I mean, the fuck? not just you, literally everyone. But <laughs> yeah, and then also everyone, United you know. have they've had a really easy schedule, and then they play their first good team, and City just. Absolutely Destroys fucking them. wreck yeah. them without Aguero, and then their next five are like pretty tough. Like, well, I, their next three are easy as fuck. They have Watford, yeah, I guess, Leicester, I guess and Leicester's easy. I just am, uh, you know, That's, Leicester yeah, hangover mean, from last year. Yeah, I, I, I feel like they do have pretty good fixtures. I mean, at Liverpool and out at Chelsea are really bad. That's but, really bad, but yeah, yeah, but I mean, what? It's in the next six or seven. They have. A, 
you know, too bad. It's it's okay. But that's the thing is normally with Mourinho is that it even matter. in those tough fixtures, it doesn't matter. And I don't know if it's just reactionary because I mean, I just had another bad week and I'm feeling down on everything. But I'm not sure about United defense about the double. It just feels so fucking shitty. Yeah, I know. Like at this point, if I were wild, if I were wild carding this week, it feels so much safer to be like. Double Everton defense, or double Arsenal defense, or double Tottenham defense, or maybe not double a defense, or maybe even not double a defense, and just get one of all of the things. I mean, yeah. but at the same time, United Sean Valencia kept me a clean last week, so they're averaging out to like that's you know, good. four points a game, so which is high. That's like the best yeah. keeper in the league. It's like four points a game. So, so yeah, we're just coming just off the, bad weeks. So we can't go too, too knee jerk and dark. reactionary, yeah. but. God, this week was the darkness. <laughs> Fully. Yeah. All right, let's do a sponsor and then go to uh, right. what the fuck happened. Okay. Don't settle for an ordinary job and you can have an exciting career in punditry. Beyond a passion for the beautiful game, it'll take hard work. Honing your craft takes a lifetime, so get your announcing boots on and put in a good shift. You have to learn to decipher whether a player finds a pocket of space or acres of space. You have to judge the quality of a cross into the box within a split second of it coming in. Did it have whip, dip, pace, bend? Was it laced into the danger area? How about the runner? Did he have the willingness to run behind? Did he put himself about? Penalties are always critical events at a football match. As Landon Donovan once said, goals change games. Was it a pen? Have you seen them given? Get out there and start announcing your day-to-day life. Look down at your own left foot. Is it cultured? Watch a match and imagine having to make your own vague evaluations of players. Was the player in and around the penalty spot? Giving 110%? How about that back heel? Cheeky? Clever? Brilliant? Learning these essential cliches to dodge providing real analysis are as important as your microphone. Follow this guide to punditry and one day you might end up covering the magic of the FA Cup. All right. What the fuck? I was thinking we kick it off with that idea of wild carding because you're pretty steadfast on wild wild carding before game week six, so a week from now. And old friend FPL Thunshot asks us what to do about fails like Hazard, Redmond, Ozil if we don't have Pyatt, Antonio, Firmino, etc. How many problem players equals wild card? I mean, that's very subjective in terms of what you believe the points outlook on those players. I mean, someone like Ozil, you can't think that one blank and he's going to all of a sudden string together blanks, especially with those fixtures. Uh, Same with Hazard. I mean, he's returned three straight, he had one blank, and he looked amazing. Um, Chelsea, though, are, well, maybe we could talk about Hazard a little more in depth, though, because Chelsea's fixtures get really, really difficult. Really bad, um, yeah. And he is 10 mil. I mean, it does seem like it might be a matter of yo-yoing in and out the heavy hitters. Um, and that's the way that you're going to do well because it does seem, even just last season and this season, how volatile and how close everyone is in the top fucking 300,000. You have to kind of the top 10k is not as easy as it was a couple years ago. It seems and um, doing those kinds of management techniques, it seems like you're going to have to hit it right if you're going to finish there. Um, 
So Hazard is maybe someone that you could really look to shirk for maybe yeah, now a month that, and then get him back. Now that everyone has him, you're saying maybe make a move to like a city midfielder or something and take a chance well, I there. Mean, it's it's tough just because this is kind of what happened with Mares last year when I I got rid when he was highly owned and um, I just didn't think it would keep up. And he but I feel us. like it's. Yeah, I feel like it's maybe a little bit of a different category here with Hazard, though, because he's a 10 million player, um, and he's not as highly owned, but I'm not sure. I, I'm I'm still not sure if I'm going to hang on to him. It's definitely going to be a thing where I'd like to see more information next weekend to see if he keeps looking good, but he might be someone that it's folly to just get rid, even though he is a premium taking up a premium slot. Because um, as he's shown in the history, he's just so steady, and he's not that explosive player, but he's such a steady. You know, yeah. he'll get you the seven to eleven pointers routinely, and if you set and forget, he's going to be amongst the top three or five. Yeah, and him not returning, just as you mentioned earlier, was just it felt like an anomaly. Like there were so many chances, so many like almost assists and yeah. decent shots and good runs and. There could have been yeah. pens, you know. It just felt like he should have returned. So. They, yeah, and they created so much. I don't know. Hazard, I'm of the mind that it's maybe better to hold, um, even through the tough fixtures. But uh, Redmond needs to get the fuck out of here because he's just and Southampton have looked terrible. But they do have Swansea home. They don't have a um, win. They don't have a win. I mean, they have like no. What do they have? Three goals in four so games. Two or I believe. three goals. Yeah. Um, they look all out of sorts. Like they play well, like in spurts, but their final third is just not good. Um, so I still, still have Tadic and Redmond. Um, I mean, Tadic got that assist, which was brutal because the goal would have been an eight pointer and probably yeah, bonus, Redmond but, um, assist Tadic goal. Yeah. Fuck. But no, Redmond's got to go. I mean, you got to look at players like Pereira now with their fixture run, and he's in the same price bracket. I like Pereira. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm starting to really, really come around hard on Snodgrass because even though he's on Hull, they have a really good run coming up, and it's just the set pieces are so massive for him. I mean, well, I mean, on, their run doesn't start for a little bit though. They have, they have <laughs> first they have Arsenal, games. Liverpool, Chelsea, and then they have a run. Yeah, well, Liverpool's a really good attacking fixture. <laughs> um, so I mean, yeah, they have two bad there, but at that bracket, but I mean, you want him over Redmond at this point all day. I think, regardless of fixture, yeah, it's like um, like Siggy in like his first year. It's just like just give me a set piece outside of the area, and he'll he'll probably ding one. Yeah, and he's been really threatening in open play. I mean, he's had he has two goals in two or three and a half games now. And he's clearly their most threatening goal threat, their most uh, palpable goal threat. Um, yeah, but yeah, hold Redmond, on. I want to go back to the wild card thing because I don't want to forget to talk about it. So, why are you against wild carding this week and set on wild carding next week? Um, I mean, I think it maybe does depend on your team a little bit more, but the way I'm looking at it is that if you have to spend a transfer to get Aguero in, you know. It's it's difficult to do where you want to keep money in the bank and just use your one free after the wild card to get him back in. I think that's really an annoying thing to do. So that's why like last week when you spent the Aguero money on two players, you got, you know, two theoretically great players and um you'll see how it works out over a spell of two weeks. But if you can just stave off wild card for one more week, you get I mean, one weekend is always such important so much important information, but also to just put Aguero in when he's gonna come back. And then build your team around him like normal is just better. I feel like yeah. the later you can wait, the better it is. You know, 
Yep, and also I know we were we were talking about it a little bit earlier, but some of the really good runs start next week, and it's like it's okay to miss one week. Like Watford, they have United this week, and then they have a really good run next week. Liverpool have at Chelsea this week, and then a really good run starting next week. Um, I mean, Everton are in the midst of it. Arsenal are in the midst of it, but. Those two, you might want to get two, three players versus if you wildcard in now, you might just limit yourself to one. And then, yeah, just getting Aguero, I mean, he's so fucking expensive that it just like fucks everything up structurally. Yeah. So having the ultimate flexibility of wildcard around him, I, I think I agree with you. It's just, you'll just make a better shaped team instead of having to make a team and then fit him in because he's the hardest guy to fit in in the game. Yeah, um, I want to go back to one other thing though, because I, I'm still a little bit nervous about Zlatan on getting rid of him. I mean, he, his ownership is like fucking sixty some percent. Yeah, I, I he still scores, might. I, I'm, I've been thinking scored, about him a lot. He has four goals in four games. Four goals in like, four games. Yeah. I mean, of course he's not. I, that's why Lukaku today put a huge spanner in the works because. If he's going to start clicking with their fixture on, I don't know. I was looking back at keeping my midfield price structure and holding Zlatan and doing like Aguero, Zlatan, Lukaku. Whereas before I was pretty convinced on doing um, Dini in that Ibrahimovic spot and then putting the money into midfield. But Dini or Benteke, yeah. I mean, probably Dini. But it's just Lukaku is. He seems, it seems horrible. It feels horrible. I don't have him to to not have him right now in this run. Especially, he's such a form player, and he just came off a fucking hat trick. Like he could easily just go insane these weeks. And then there's there's other guys like Costa, who's just been taking over regularly every week, just as well, plus an assist as Latan, and he's so much cheaper. It's like. I don't know. I'd I'd probably rather have Costa plus two million in my midfield than Ibra. I, it's just the ownership is a scary thing at this point because if he does well, you're just fucked, and it's hard to try and cover his points when he's ticking over so so regularly. Um, I mean, the difference of what you could do in midfield is pretty massive, but it's kind of like it's scary. Yeah. It's really tough. I don't know because I was looking at kind of the mid-priced midfielders. Like we have Cazorla, Antonio, Snodgrass, Pereira. Like they're all going to be good, I think. And outside of Hazard, I mean, I could fit three of them in my midfield and keep Zlatan, Lukaku, and Aguero. Versus if I drop Zlatan down to um, to Dini, then I would probably do something like a midfield with Firmino, Mane. Hazard and maybe Snodgrass, you know? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, something we'll like have that. to figure uh, it out next week, but it's going to be really week. fucking hard. I mean, yeah. I, def- I definitely feel you on like me just fucking around with wild cards even this week where I've had like Hazard, Mane, Firmino, Antonio or something. And it's just like, yeah. it feels incredible. But then, yeah, obviously I have to skimp a little on forward and lose Laton. So. I think that is the main important decision though on wild card is going to be the team structure there on midfield and attack because if you go with like a Dini or someone in the seven million region and then Aguero and Zlatan, 
you have a little bit more money than midfield, but you still don't have like a fucking good midfield. You really have to pick one of a, you have to go without Zlatan if you want to have you know multiple heavy hitters in midfield. Yep. Um, and I'm not sure. I just I'm not sure because you could easily go with no Zlatan and like a Dini, and then you could fit in like I mentioned, you know, three heavy hitting midfielders and someone a mid price mid, but. Uh, what are you? Are you leaning towards Nozlaton at the moment? I feel like I am a little bit, and part of it does have to do with what I just mentioned. With I've been on the Costa train, like I've had him for a few weeks now, and he just looks better, and Chelsea look more attacking, and he's just returning just as much and more than Zlatan. Um, like I'm just as comfortable with Costa as Laton, except for the pens, which is you know a little annoying, but not catastrophic because he's touching so much more, he's shooting so much more, he's in the box so much more than Zlatan. Um, but I don't know. I mean, this will be a decision more for next week. But on the note of the midfielders, I was looking at some guys. You know, some heavy hitters versus their cheaper counterparts, which I think. Like Pie versus Antonio. Yeah, those decisions might might also just decide for us if we go Zlatan or not. Because, I mean, yeah, like Sanchez, Ozil, and Santi. Yeah, like Lalana, Mane, Firmino, Coutinho. They're all different prices. Different Um, prices. And I was looking at Antonio versus Pie. I mean, I'm getting Antonio. I mean, like. I have him already. already I, I have him. him already, but yeah, I'm saying like in a hypothetical wild card, I'd still get Antonio. I think it's worth 2.5 million. He's just so much more of a goal threat. I don't know. What do you think about the two of them? I don't know. I'm still not so into Antonio. Um, I don't know why. There's something just nagging at me that I just don't feel that comfortable with him, but. He kind of does remind me a little bit like IU kind of last year. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, he's just scoring and he's playing with Carroll out and you know really advanced and Pie is for all of his class and qualities is definitely not a big goal threat and it's a lot harder to absorb that when he's priced nine five premium. It's kind of if he's not going to be returning assists at the level of you know maybe Otsel was last year. You're going to feel a little bit underwhelmed, and it's going to be difficult because you know relying on assists is relying on your fucking lads to finish versus being the goal threat if you and, bury it, you know. Yeah, and his lads to finish are Antonio Zaza and Lanzini, and Ozil's yeah. guys who are finishing are you know Ali, Alexis, and fucking Santi and shit. So, yeah, I don't know. I was looking a lot at the stats of Antonio versus Payet. It's like. Antonio only had one less goal than Piat last year, and Piat's like he played like negative minutes. Yeah, he played six hundred less minutes, and he still mm-hmm. had like more touches in the box, more shots in the box, and he played a lot of right back last year. And like, <laughs> and he was scoring regularly, and he was still right scoring. Back. Like, I, he scored at fucking right back and, this year. Yeah, exactly. And you know, the assists and the chances created will never come close to Piat, but goals no. score more points anyway. And like, I was looking. It's not the two million is significant. Two million, two point two point three ton of money, and even I was even looking at his history a little bit because I wanted to see. You know, I know like Nate used to fucking beat off to him in FIFA, but I don't really know much about him. But 
on Nottingham Forest the year before he came to West Ham, he had 14 he goals, goals, 12 assists. Yeah. He was like a winger playing center forward. It was like really the yeah. exact same position. And he was just donging for fun. Like, And it wasn't even just headed goals. He was like shooting outside the box and just he was amazing. So I don't know, two and a half million for a likelihood of more goals just seems auto to me. Yeah, especially Pie not on pens is also just obscenely huge for all the set pieces he's on. He's not on the most important one. Yeah, is it Noble um, or what's the deal? Yeah, it's Noble. I mean, like, noble. if we rewind to the beginning of last season, me and you liked Pia. We 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 both like flirted with him in our teams, but in the end, we both kind of decided to not start with him because of his lack of a goal threat. He like never shoots. He doesn't have a history of scoring goals. They also had really tough fixtures from game week they one. They had tough fixtures, whatever. Obviously, whatever. he was godlike He's last amazing. year and the best thing ever. But, I mean, if you think back, you know, he had nine goals. Like, how many of those were, like, <laughs> just the most insane, no, yeah, absolute, four. unsustainable worldy probably. from outside the box? Like, half? Probably about, probably about four. It's like, or the games where he would just have, like, one shot and it was, like, a chip in the box. That he's, you know, it's yeah. like, it seems like... A very high chance that he goes down like four or five goals, even though it's like assists and that shit will, will continue being elite. And Antonio has a real likelihood of being like 12 goals, it seems like. So Probably more after he's already. Maybe more, four. yeah. Yeah, all right. I think that's good. You're good. That was a good job. <laughs> good research. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, I, I hadn't thought too much about it. I'm just still in denial about Antonio, I think. But I think, yeah, he's he's probably got to come in, especially, I mean, at least while IU and Carroll are both out. I mean, this is how they're playing. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, their defense is a fucking is. nightmare joke, which I don't know, I guess is good for attacking players in fantasy. <laughs> yeah, they're going to they're gonna have to score four to win. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so that's Antonio ticked over Pie. So, where do you stand on the. Santa Claus, Penman over Alexis and Ozil. See, that, so you're that's looking, much harder. That's tougher. Uh, so I mean, the difference though, also in price from him to Alexis, greater. is also much greater. So I don't think there's an argument to be made that Santi's better than Alexis for fantasy in terms of no. you know points potential, but no. points potential taking into account that it's three million, four million uh, difference price. Probably it's not close. You want Santi, right? Yeah, that's what that's what my gut would tell me to do, especially with Alexis being so inconsistent. It's just he'll have those huge explosions. You probably won't captain him on those weeks because he'll have blank for like four before it. Versus Santi's just so much cheaper. He'll take over on pens. He'll get he'll get some assists. Like, yeah, it feels like Santi's the way to go over Ozil yeah. or Sanchez to me. Yeah, I agree too with Ozil. I mean, he's still. I still feel like he was very lucky to have gotten the quantity of assists that he got last year. And Santi also took, I feel like, about 75% of their indirect free kicks this weekend. Um, they kept lining over them together, him and Ozil, but he kept taking them. Um, he takes a bunch of corners, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't love, I mean, because Orla's goal output in open play is pretty fucking horrible. But. The pens are flowing this year, and he's he will chip in with assists. Yeah, and it can't be overlooked so, that in Ozil's historic year last year of assists, Santi played like a thousand minutes. 
Yeah. You know, every other yeah. year they've both been on the field and pretty much have an even share of assists. So yeah, the the thing though that I was looking at as I've been tinkering with my four midfield splats is that as much as I like Kazorla over the other two options, when I look at Kazorla versus other players in his price bracket, I start to feel like maybe I don't want him. Yeah, which other players stick out to you? I mean, Antonio for one, definitely. Yeah, definitely Antonio over Sante for me. And then, I mean, like Sterling. Looking, no, probably not. I haven't really thought about Sterling that much, but I've been mainly looking at Liverpool because yeah. I really want to try and put two of their midfielders in for the run. I mean, they Me look too. like scoring four goals more than anyone. So even like Lalana just looks so rejuvenated and reborn this year. Yeah, I mean, playing it wasn't long. Been good. Yeah, it wasn't long two seasons ago when he was priced at seven million on Southampton when he was in everyone's team. Yeah, scored ten and goals he scored, and all the yeah, bonus. Yeah, yeah. So, like that, for example. And then obviously, Firmino and Mane they're a little bit more expensive. But I mean, if I was pick, if I was had to choose between Lalana and Cazorla, it would be close. I probably probably would probably go Cazorla. Um, I don't know, no, but mainly Antonio at, because. Yeah, ma- yeah. Mainly Antonio, though, because I haven't really, I have like only really created two different midfield teams, one with and without Ibra. And the team with Ibra, I don't think I would be able to afford Kazorla, because if I took Antonio, I would have to go even cheaper than that, because it would be similar to my price structure now with Hazard. Right. And there's also Morales um, in that region who, uh, they, when they sub Barkley off, thank God we have a smart manager in Everton who can fucking has the balls to take fucking Barkley off. Um, Morales took over. He assisted the third goal. Beautiful. He's playing a lot. We both love him. Like the, yeah, there are six, a lot of guys six. in that range. He's so cheap. Yeah, he's returned in three or four games. Um, he is always a shout to be subbed off early, but most wingers are. Um, I was thinking about Ross yeah, Barkley as I was watching today. It's like if he if his name was Lyndon Gooch <laughs> instead of Ross oh, Barkley, God. he'd be a fucking porn star. He wouldn't even play a football. <laughs> He'd be rejected and just, you know, as a youngster, probably made fun of. And then he would, yeah, that's it. That's possible. End of career. End of career. Um, But yeah, that's, and again, that's the thing. Even, I mean, Snodgrass, there are those players, those mid priced midfielders who are looking good at the same time. There are all the premiums that are starting to fire too. So it's, yeah, it's a balance of echoing our preseason prospects of going really heavy forward and, Mid to budget midfield, or are we gonna just wild card and change that completely? That's that's tough for me. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, feel like it's we're maybe knee jerking a little bit to change our structure that drastically, and maybe we just shouted out so many good mid to budget guys. Maybe we should still be going super heavy forward, you know, with Lukaku, yeah. maybe Ibra, Costa, Lukaku, something like that, and then. Just going all sixes and sevens in mid. I don't know. It could be a shout. Yeah, I'm not sure. And then at the same time, you can look at if you do remove Hazard and you turn him and that mid priced mid into those two Liverpool players. I mean, I'm not sure if that that's good money. to do, but it feels good to diversify a little bit. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, it's all, I think this exercise of talking about all these players is just to get like the listener to just consider the different options and the different There's routes so to many go. Options. Because Again, we've harped on this, but 
with the rules as they changed them last year in this, when you use your first wild card, you're stuck without using your second wild card until the double game weeks, which are usually not until that earliest would be maybe like 28 on a, on a year if they're earlier, but usually not until in the 30s. So the team structure is just so important if you're going to avoid having to take like a big hit because you're usually not, you're going to be more than two transfers away from impacting your team. So you need to try and figure it out now when you're on wild card if you're looking at it to do it soon like we are. But I was also looking actually at thinking all after, I mean, before Lukaku played today, I was ready to do anything. But now I'm looking at even <laughs> you're like doing heroin in the, yeah. in the back alley. <laughs> oh my god, I definitely was considering it. Like I've never done heroin before. <laughs> but what better time to try than now? Yeah, there's no better time. I was also considering not wild carding and just taking maybe like a minus eight. Yes, yeah. I could keep Lukaku. I can keep Ibra. I could turn Giroud into Aguero, and I would really just need to like fix the three midfielders I fucking hate. I mean, yeah, I don't I mean, know. It's I, real. It could be real. Yeah, I, and you're probably going to captain Kuhn right away. You could just make right up for away. the points. Boom. I mean, I was looking at because I can still turn you know Tadic, Redmond, and uh, Gaston into like Snodgrass, uh, Pereira, and maybe Lalana. Dude, you're and on just snotty train. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think he's, <laughs> I think he's on pens. Their fixtures turn. He's got a bunch of points already. Obviously, they don't create much, but he's fucking five six. Like the enabler, the enabling factor is insane, and he's also just gotten max bones and two bones on his goals. I don't know. He's. I used to love him when he was on Norwich, and I remember I I had him a little bit when he was on Norwich. He got. He was always hurt. He looks a lot better in neon yellow, but yeah, he's always been really, really fucking good. And I don't know why no other team wanted him than Championship Hole, but that's just the way it way it worked. Yeah, or I could I could get Kevin. I'm just, I'm not sure. That's yeah. I'm, Holy I'm, shit! This is going to be a really bad week for me. It's just Tinker Tinker Central. I'm just, I feel really nervous and anxious, and I don't normally feel that way. Yeah, no, that's that's what's driving a lot of people to wild card and driving a lot of people crazy. And you mentioned earlier just another guy is Pereira, and you know I was interested in him. I, I knew about him at Juve, but he didn't have ever that many attacking returns, but. He I was looking great. at the heat map. Like he's just as far forward as Dini. It's almost like yeah, he looks great. Him and Dini are like together behind Gallo, kind of. Yeah, and he looked amazing. He created a bunch of chances. And yeah, Matsari wants to fuck him with the ass. He oh loves him so God, much. I love Matsari and Bilic kissing each other on the cheek. Just foreigners <laughs> they just inserting just... themselves into England. Yeah. Um, then there's KDB. Yeah, also, we didn't we mentioned him last week as another heavy hitter oh, guy just to fuck everything up. Like yeah, but the thing with Kevin, hi, I was thinking I'm, also I'm Zidane. I'm fucking dong for fun. Like the thing I was thinking about Kevin going back to last year too. I feel like he really only gets his massive returns when Aguero's gone. I feel like he's a lot worse in general when Aguero. Plays. Ooh, we're gonna have to they do that not, research. I we like could do that. a little bit more research. Um, but. Yeah, Pereira, Watford. They're fi- after the next week or two. Their fixtures turn into gold. And I, so. yeah, I want Holabas so badly. I'm ready uh, to just start uh, him for like ten uh, weeks uh, in a row. Holabas, except for their defense is terrible. Holabas, yeah, whatever. He's, but, he has two fucking goals. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he has one, but yeah, he's fun. He's like him and Snotty. I could bring in the two best left feet in the game. 
<laughs> you know, I hate left backs. <laughs> I fucking and, love left backs. But and we've shouted Dini, but that's the other thing. Or those of you that I feel like this is just a wild card pod. But the the fixtures turn for these teams in West Ham. We've mentioned already. They go on a really good run. Um, Everton are in the middle of it right now. And then also we haven't talked about Stoke because they've been so bad, but they're they're fi- they've had they're too bad. Very, they're like they're too ca- bad. Captain right now. against Stoke is how, <laughs> like I have Ben Teke this week. Home Stoke, like he's gonna have a hat trick. Like they're they're they could, so yeah, bad. Could. They're really bad. But their fixtures, they might get. I don't know. We can't. We don't need to talk about. We Stoke. don't need to talk but about then, Stoke. Uh, who what was the other team that I forgot? Oh, and Hall. No, Liverpool. Liverpool. I don't know. Whatever. A lot of these teams are and Arsenal. Fucking Arsenal's fixtures are amazing. Amazing. So, so I don't know. There's so many fucking guys to get. There's so little time and so little places. But every week, without fail, I keep having bad ones. How about how about Kozchelny and his fucking bicycle kick? <laughs> <laughs> the announcer calling him Kozchelny was the most aggravating thing ever. I hate Nate for pointing that out. Fucking gummo, dude. I mean, let's let's wind, let's do a wind up, dude. Perez looks like shit. He looked fucking horrible. Giroud's <laughs> already he, he horrible. Looks, yeah, he. I mean, he looks like he just showed up. But uh, we're gonna piss I know, Nate off so much. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he didn't Nate look really horrible. Didn't. He just never touched the ball or did anything. We're like, yeah, because he's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man. fuck! I'm dying right now. Reliving <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, we need Senny and Nate to go off on us on oh, Arsenal, God. Arsenal friends. But um, hold on. There, there's something that we have to address that we haven't addressed, which is uh, we, I got a tweet, and a lot of people are talking about this, and it's just insanity. Talk to me, but at Padfold tweeted. Um, I'm sure you'd be covering this anyway, but is Kapu the real deal at 4.8 million, or should us quote experts be keep being stubborn? Basically, a lot of people see Kapu's point total and want to put him in as the fourth mid, and just uh, I just can't go there. How do how do you feel about it? Yeah, the, his stats are still really bad. I mean, he's not an attacking midfielder; he's a defensive midfielder. I mean, he has license to roam forward, but I still watching them don't see him in highlights. I just see the single one chance that he's taken in each game somehow. And it's like I a mean, this chest is a player. Yeah, it's like a yeah. He blams it, and it's like a rocket launch to the top corner. I mean, this is a player who'd had two goals in like his career or something, in, in multiple seasons combined, two goals, and he has he has three now in four games and. Clearly, he's playing well, but I just don't think that the stats are there. Kind of conversely to like maybe Ramsey from three seasons ago, when he was priced like, and even Sterling that season when they were priced at like four, five, and five, and they, you have to look past the price tag at some point. But they had the underlying stats to back it up, and just watching Watford, and yes, I mean Kapu sometimes lurking at the edge of the box, but he's not. Anywhere central to what they do offensively, his assist this week was ridiculous. It was like just a forward side pass when a Gallo just did crazy shit and scored. Um, it sounds like being in denial because of the points total, but 
I still don't see him as a reliable attacker. So I'm, I'm, it's, it felt really good that I did get him off the bench one game week this year so far. Game week three when he got two points. It's the only blank of the year. Yeah, that was just perfect. That's a microcosm of my season slash life. But I'm going to just comfortably catch all the price rises and keep him first on the bench. And definitely, I think I'm not going to consider him as a fourth. That's, that's how I feel. And I wanted to bring it up because so many people are tweeting about it, but also because I think it's really fucking dangerous because. If you start structuring your team around having like two mids who are 4.5 and one of them you're starting every week, like it could fuck your structure up. And especially if you do it on a wild card, like that's your last wild card for 25 weeks, assuming you wait for the double game weeks, which you should. And it's just like, as you accurately said, like look up any stats or highlights you want. I mean, he has four shots on target in four games, and three of them are goals. <laughs> it's just like yeah. impossible. It's like no human on earth could ever do that. He's not even. What's funny also is like his historical numbers. Like he's not even in the box more or shooting more. He's just getting really lucky and just scoring absolute insane worldies. It's just, I just can't can't believe it and. Yeah, obviously, I'm sure there's a little bit of like, like you said, like there's a bias because I just wish I had his points in my fucking team instead of on the bench every week. But I don't believe and I don't think anybody should. And honestly, I won't accept an argument that you should keep him in your team. I just think it's dumb. Yeah, I I mean, I don't think it's dumb because you, again, also at the end of the day, can't argue with the points total and whether there is an insane amount of luck with it. He's still been returning like a fucking 10 million midfielder. He's like the most points in the game. Um, if you want to chase it and ride a few and throw him out for a couple, two or three game weeks and see what happens, I don't absolutely hate that. I just don't, I wouldn't advise it and I wouldn't do it personally. But I don't think it really does like destroy your team structure because if you do that, you'll have three, at least nine million midfielders probably. So you can always just, do a double to two like mid price players. I think. I mean, you'd have to use two transfers. Yeah, Obviously, there's no lateral swap. That's why it's annoying. I don't. Yeah, no, it's definitely annoying. But I don't. I don't think. I don't think that would be like you know. It's not that bad. Well, yeah, nothing's yeah. that bad. Everything's two yeah, frees everything's away. Relative. But yeah, two frees is expensive because yeah, that, that is expensive. That assumes you have like nothing else that needs yeah, addressing. Which never, which never happens. Which never happens. Um, and he's just. I don't know. It's not. It's not that I'm against. You know, I would love a 4.8 midfielder that I could start every week and rely on. That would be fucking amazing. I'd get every expensive player I want. I just don't... I'm waiting to see it, I guess. You know, if he starts, like, in, they have a good run coming up. If he starts shooting a bunch more and he's, like, in the box and they're dominating games, I'm yeah, see, sure. See, that's never going to happen. But that's just that, never Because that's not his role. Yeah. That's That will never happen. It's going to be a matter of him continuing to luckily take the one chance. I mean, three goals on four shots on target. That tells the story. Lukaku had what eight shots on target today, and he scored three. He didn't score seven. Like that's more of a reasonable, sustainable rate. Yeah, Ronaldo um, has like three shots on target a game, and he scores fifty goals a year, not fucking five million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is like the midfield episode. But in terms of strikers, I think we've kind of touched on. Who we were looking at, but I think Lukaku. I mean, Lukaku versus Costa. I think is a very interesting argument. I, I still feel like I'm a heart, very close to a heart attack anytime I own Costa and I'm watching Chelsea. And when Lukaku's on form, I think he's a lot 
safer. And they also, um, I was thinking about today watching in agony as I was watching the game today, is just he's never really been on a good team until no. now. I mean, like, yeah. he was on West Brom coming off the bench, and then he's been on Everton, but they were fucking shit. They finished, like, 12th yeah, last fucked. year. Yeah, they have been fucked up the like, last two Martin years, and he still scores terrible a ton of manager, goals. and this is the first time I watched an Everton game, and they, like, completely fucking dominated. Like, first half, they dominated possession, but Sunderland had their fair share of chances. Second half, when they took fucking Ross, fucking Lyndon Gooch, fuck me, Barkley off, they just, like, were amazing. They were a top side, and I've never seen him be part of that kind of team. And he just got like chance after chance after chance. Every five minutes, he had like, he was like clean through. And it was just like, holy fuck, dude. He, he honestly could have scored five or six goals. Yeah. Um, he had so, the post, he had a million chances. So, yeah, I mean, especially with Hazard, I mean, obviously I made the wrong choice and wish I had Lukaku, but even though Costa had a brace, but uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, and it's also, I mean, Costa's gonna, he's, what does he have, three yellow, I mean, he's gonna get banned soon. In the next four or so games, yeah. he's gonna get his five yellow card banned. Yeah. It's just, I think the deck, you can't argue with Costa's return, but when Aguero comes back, someone like Costa at 9-5, when you could drop down to someone like Dini, who's just gonna be on pens with incredible fixtures and probably will return steadily and not be a red card shout. At three million, like that, or three point whatever six million, I would go down to Dini in a heartbeat. But I think Lukaku is a different kettle of fish. I mean, I feel like he's almost undroppable after the hat trick because he has the fixtures, and like you said before, when he's on form, he's just a beast. And he, the supply he's going to be getting with you know Delafeu, Morales, and Balassi, it's just. The last year was whipping and, in crosses. Like, yeah, he always wonderful yeah, crosses all day. He always does both, that. And he's like, oh my footed, god, yeah. Connor Wickham's not there. Like, I'm going to get assists this year. He's like, this is yeah, this is fun. Yeah, Lukaku's movements when the ball's out wide coming in, whether he goes near or far post, those, and his head is just so massive, such a big target. Right? I think Lukaku is kind of a must. That's the thing. And that's how it feels it's kind right of now. Been t- yeah, it's kind of tearing my fucking head out, but my hair out because. What little hair I've left, like Zlatan, Zlatan, Lukaku, and Aguero, it just doesn't feel good. It feels like too much money. I'm not sure. God damn it! I wish I had Lukaku so badly. I was so fucking close to doing Lukaku and Antonio, or Lukaku yeah. and Santi instead of Benteke and Alexis. Yeah, that would have been pretty good. Hopefully, Alexis just has a fucking hat trick against Hull this week. Yeah, you need him to. Oh my god, I need him to. Um, what else so are we I talking really, about? I really don't want to talk about defense at all. Because fuck defense. I mean, we'll talk about it a little in Queens. Okay. Um, I mean, there's midweek games. You already made your transfer. I already made my risky, transfer but... because Antonio was going up, and I just wanted to. I knew I wanted him. And I wanted to get rid of Redmond, and so I just wanted to catch the price rises. But yeah, definitely better to wait till after Champs League, after Europa League for for transfers on a normal week. Yeah. Um, so do you want to just go do captains cleans? Are there any other yeah. talk? I mean, we didn't talk about the Derby at all, but it's everyone, it's every there's nothing. To every say. human on earth saw that game. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's much else to talk about. I mean, 
Spurs, I think, went a little under the radar. Is the only thing I'll say is that oh, fine, because yeah. everyone kind of got rid of like Erickson and Kane, probably, and I don't Ollie's know. Ollie's been long gone. Yeah, and Ollie's been long gone. But and they they looked like Spurs finally. It took Stoke to wake them up, um, yeah, and no. then they have a nice, really nice next five games. Um, so congrats to anyone feel? who held on, like Derek held on to Erickson, like good good patience there, Sean, because we always said, even in the preseason, like he will return. It's just a matter of holding on to him through his blanks. But yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was worth a shout out. No, that's a good I totally like if you're well. if you're wild carding this week, not next week, and you brought in Kane to change to Aguero, so you have Kane home Sunderland, that's that's a good under the radar play, I think. And Dembele is also back. Yeah, which means Kane can roll golden boot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think that's reasonable for sure. But um, yeah, let's okay. go ahead. Okay. Uh, so, captain, you want to start with captain? Yeah, let's start with captains. Laton is a great shout. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to pick from. What sticks out? Um, well, I, Kane, I think, is very reasonable. If anyone has him still. I think after today, though, Lukaku's going to be runaway. Yeah, home Borough. Home Middlesbrough, I don't know. I mean, you can go anyone on Arsenal. They're playing Hall. Yeah, Arsenal. And then you can really, if you want to take a punt, City's got Bournemouth at home. City's got Bournemouth. Vardy has Burnley. You can't go there, though. Yeah, not over any of those other guys. Yeah, and Zlatan's at Watford. They've been letting up goals for fun. Yeah, Benteke is I definitely assume, reasonable. I assume Zlatan's benched for their Europa League game, right? Oh, fucking one million percent. Yeah, He's gonna, probably going to play literally eleven different. Yeah, players. I think he will too. Yeah. yeah, there's no way that Zlatan's playing Europe. Well, he, who was in he Europe? Thought, this he year? thought it was Europa League, and he played Lingard versus City by accident. <laughs> who Who else is in? Oh, that was. Well, we'll get some transfers after a bit. Who else is in Europa? Why you bringing in? You bringing in Lingard? Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I will never own him again. Oh my god, I hate him. Southampton, or yes, yeah, Southampton. Yeah, they finished oh sixth. God, yeah, that makes me feel so happy to have their double mid on their Europa hangover. They're probably going to like Serbia. Yeah, they're they they okay. gotta go. Whatever. Oh my god, I can't wait to fuck them both off. Yep, they're a nightmare. I think, but City, it's going to be tough though to pick a city. I mean, I'm looking at take if I wild card, which it does probably feel. Likely, I'm going to take a punt on a city midfielder, but maybe it's not good because I don't know what kind of rotation he's playing at. Fucking Pep keeps subbing off midfielders in like 59 minutes. Like if you get that midfielder that gets subbed off at 59, like that's the worst thing ever. Yeah, I thought these managers all listened to the pod. Like I was watching Wenger with Alexis and Giroud on the bench, and I was like, oh, he's going to keep them in on the bench because he needs the Kapu auto sub, like Avi. Huge fan of the pod wanger, and then he fucking does us. It's just like, it's just not fair, Adam. No. If, if Ox wasn't the actual worst player in the league, he probably would have kept one of them on the bench, but that did us I no mean, favors. Were, I mean, if they were up like 3 0, like they should be, and they didn't play the worst possible attacking lineup that they could, then they probably would have, uh, would not have done that. Yeah. Though. Anyway, um, yeah, I guess I guess Lukaku is just going to be the runaway, right? And I have no Everton coverage at all. It doesn't feel fucking great. <laughs> no, I can't. Think of it. <laughs> I have that's no behind, idea. Who that's I'm going to I have it on yeah. slot on right now. 
Probably um, your best pick. Probably my best pick. Point. Maybe I would, Alexis, I would but consi- I don't like it. I would it. consider Alexis, yeah. No, you don't. I mean, like, he got saved this week. That's not hidden at all. He has PSG on Tuesday, tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe he just plays 60 or something at the weekend. They, they're going to fucking wreck Hull. They... They're so good at bad teams. <laughs> Arsenal. I can't wait. I can't wait for Drew to be on the bench again. That's gonna be sweet. I'm gonna miss almost all the games, but I managed to pull off not missing Liverpool and not missing the Jets game, even though I'm going away on the weekend, which is just insane. I'll just text myself. Yeah, no. Still text me. I still want him. Okay. But yeah, fuck. Um, fuck. Do I have to take a hit and get in ROM or something? No, no, yeah. no. Let's do fit transfers after cleans. Let's not cleans out. Yeah. Um, cleans. So like Arsenal maybe should. Yeah, Arsenal. Arsenal definitely should. Um, they should have last week. That's stupid. Although, yeah, because Shelney's fine, I think, right? Yeah, he's fine. Okay. Uh, Leicester should. City should, but they they won't though. They obviously. I'm going to be starting Stone, so they won't. They obviously won't. Um, West Ham, West Brom. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen there. Four, four. I mean, West Ham, dude. Like, they're definitely not keeping. We mentioned them last week because so many people had Collins and their wild card teams. They're they're such a fucking nightmare. Like triple (laughs) captain Chadley. Like they're fucking. They're going to fuck everything up. Like they're like a. They're a lock, dude. They're they're a sexy girl with low self esteem. You just like it's a lock. It's easy win. They can't stop a nosebleed, as Bart Scott would say. Yeah, their defense is atrocious at this point. I don't want anything to do with them. No, um, not defense anyway. Yeah, Everton. Everton. They're probably the should, most likely but... of all teams. Probably. Yeah, probably. And then, but this is we're like picking a clean sheet in almost every game, and you know there's going to be like four. one, <laughs> one. Yeah. And it's going to be like Swansea. United, I mean, like they were so solid and then like Bae, Bae and Blind were were fucking horrible against City. Yeah. They yeah, fucked it's, up it's, everything. I don't know. I I mean, I have double their D and I'm just going to roll them out, but I hope they keep one, but I have no idea. I don't know. Fat Drake will put one in probably. Probably. Um, and then that's probably Spurs in there. Yeah, Spurs, and that's probably, probably it. Yeah, that's probably it, but probably none of the two. <laughs> so we'll keep it clean, so yeah, fucking A. I don't know. That's why I just want to remove myself from the decision-making process and just have like Amat and Kingsley forever dead, and then just start the other three and just. Yeah, just I don't even know. Bane, what I'm Baines, Ashley, and Toby, or something, and just start them every I week. Don't know. I don't even know, Alon. Ah, and then, all right, so transfers. So you did. I did Redmond to Antonio. I had that Antonio. money in the bank. And like I said, I wanted to catch the uh, price rises. So I don't know. I mean, someone, Get Noise, tweeted at me. You know, Redmond's home to Swans is going to get a brace and the Hammers will get shut out, right? I mean, yes, yes, I do know that. But I sacrifice for our fans. That's, you know, that's my role here. So. <laughs> Congratulations, everyone who still has Redmond. He's going to score. Yeah, like Redmond and Tadic, I'm again just holding and hoping. But the last time I did this, when I was pissed at them both when they played Sunday at home, was just a disaster. So they'll probably score one or zero goals, and it'll just be terrible. But I'm probably going to take Gaston out for just a punt and then wild card. So I can get anyone up to 9 5. And I was looking at anyone up to like 9 5? Yeah, 
So I have four in the bank. Why do you have four Aguero. in the bank? Oh, yeah. Because I did Aguero to Lukaku. Oh, my God. Psycho. <laughs> so who are you gonna who are you gonna tip? I was, <laughs> I'm so I was excited. Looking, I was looking at Nolito, but I'm a little worried about some potential rotation. Yeah, I don't like it with Champs back. League. Yeah, yeah, but that's the best fixture to me on paper because I think Bournemouth are amongst the bottom three defenses in the league. But it's going to be maybe too difficult to figure out which Man City midfielder is going to be nailed for ninety. So and maybe might Silva avoid. might be the most nailed. Mm, I just have no idea, and that's the thing. If I'm going to take a one-week punt, I want better get fucking 90 minutes out of this fuck. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe Silva, but he hasn't returned. I don't know. You know I love him, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been subbed that you much. Could, you could and go then, Erickson. You could go... Yeah, I could do that. You could go Paul. Just, just total flair play. It's Pogba. Pogba at Watford. He's not going to play in Europa. <laughs> Yeah, I don't Do they know. They need like a bounce back yet. game. I don't know. Yeah, I don't hate that. It's flair. That's a very left field shout. It is flair. I mean, you could go get your hair bleached or just get a little fucking. I could just go Arsenal and get like Otsol, but that doesn't feel sexy enough. It doesn't feel sexy. Yeah. Yeah, I wish Man City didn't have Champs League. You could just go uh, no It'd be amazing. Yeah, and I can't afford Otsol's nine six. I could do Pie, but I don't really feel good about. At West Brom's not a very great fixture to me. I wish fucking Palace had an expensive mid so you could take advantage of home Stoke. Yeah, but we're kind of still a little bit of a mess in midfield for points. I don't know what's happening. No, I know. It sucks Liverpool or at Chelsea. You can't get any of those guys. Um, Damn, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Paul? Paul? (laughs) Paul interests me. I'll I'll look at Paul's stats a little harder. Paul gets me a little little... dente, yeah. It feels a little bit too flairish. I mean, me that's what you're looking gotten, for, though. Yeah, but he's got no returns. Yeah, but he, he had like a couple. Yeah, I mean, he had some touches in the box. He had some shots. I mean, I remember he had a Paul? close header in his first game. Yeah, I don't know Paul? Watford. All right, I'll think Watford looked like shit ass fuck. Yeah, like their defense do, I mean, is not doing anything good. No, it's tough to try and nail Spurs player. Like, I mean, Ali might never, he might not start any game, but like Erickson doesn't feel like you're going to be able to hit like a big game. Like, I just feel like that's the thing. Yeah. You're looking for like an out of nowhere, like two goal performance or something. Yeah. Like, Paul doesn't have that though. No. Maybe I just go fucking Mares. Ugh. That's insane. (laughs) Paul Burnley. No, he's he's been terrible. They've been he's been worse, awful, worst thing ever. But the other thing that I am still holding in the back of my pocket is saving. Yeah, it, it, it might not be fuck. good to just do it for doing it, especially considering well, I think that the option of not wild carding is pretty real. I mean, like again, this is this pod is so based in just what happened two days ago. And it's such a yeah. like knee jerk pod. It's like we could just kind of stay roughly the same, have pretty good weeks next week, and then we would feel completely differently about wild carding. So I don't yeah. know. Just blowing all your money might not be good. No, I mean I would need to firmly decide that I will be wild carding. Yeah. If I do that, otherwise, I would 
probably I don't I don't know because then I would be looking at doing like an eight point hit or something to save my wild card, which I also don't think is very good because my defense is all of a sudden very problematic because Stones is fucking horrible and I hate him and friend I can't start again for a while. I don't know. Maybe you should get uh, Barkley. <laughs> I'll, get him, I'll get him and Navas and Bellerin. Yeah, know. favorite players. And Cedric. No, I'll probably I'll probably just wild card and fucking blow it up. I don't know. Uh we're all in a state right now. I feel like a fucking I feel like I want to throw up. Yeah, it's a, it's just I was cruising, dude. I was I was feeling amazing yesterday. <laughs> I had such a high. Captain Costa. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was tweeting at me like listen to the yeah, pod, beat- Captain Costa. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, ah. You fucking beat me in NFL. Beat you in NFL fantasy week one. Everything was good. Fuck. And then Fuck. and then Everton strolled into town. The flying Dutchman okay. Ronald Koeman. Let's finish podcast. I think the podcast is over, yeah. Um, check us out at fmlpl.com. Follow on Twitter at fmlpl. Email us fmlpl at gmail.com. Join our league at the website. Go to check out the store. Like us on Facebook. Rate us on iTunes. Cheers. That was a weird pod. But yeah, I think it was kind of know. funny, though. <laughs> I don't know if it, I mean, it maybe like turned funny, but. I'm like sweating in the way that like I wasn't just talking. Like I was like, well, I kind of have to pee too. That'll, that'll do that. I mean, I'm, this is my maybe first ever underwear pod because normally I underwear. like have PJs on and shit. Yeah, I've been, I'm just in my underwear on the desk right now. Oh my The whole God. time. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm imagining you actually sitting dinner. on top of your desk. You're not <laughs> I'm even sitting in the on chair. my leg. I mean, you know I'm sitting on my legs in the chair. Obviously. Obviously. Bendy, bendy fuck. But I'm, I'm going to dinner with Lauren's parents. I was like, am I going to change? What am I doing? I just put nothing. I just kept my underwear on after I took everything off and just sat down to pot. Savage. Mm. I like it. Uh, okay. Sports Social Podcast Network.